Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of July 29th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. What up? Heyo. And we do have uh, a returning guest, uh, Drake, with us. How's it going, man? Yeah. Good. It's good to be back. Uh, I'm actually very excited for this episode because I don't have anything to recap. Like, <laughs> usually when I'm on the show, it's like crunch time the whole episode because it's like I just came back from E3 or something we have like I have a bunch of stuff I have to report yeah uh, I'm just I'm just here to hang out today so this is gonna be a laid back easy breezy episode yeah right? yeah I, I really like that too it gives us um, gives us some time to uh, like it, it's always interesting with podcasts when you start listening to like an early show the people are a little more I guess rigid mm-hmm. and then they get it, it's weird but you, you can watch them get more comfortable talking to each other as yeah. they go. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see exactly how, uh, like, a standard show goes between all three of us. I know we all talk well outside of it, but... Um, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to make this more of a regular thing. You know, have you on the show a little bit more regularly. I know you were interested in... We've talked about it, I feel like, for the past, like, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then now we're just... <laughs> we're finally making it happen. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, we, you know we can get into some like smaller topics and talk for them about longer because we do that outside of this podcast. Like every time I hop in between like the before and after chatter, it's like an hour. Yeah, it's like an extra just, hour like, talking <laughs> yeah. about <laughs> yeah. talking about stuff, and we can get just put it on the podcast. Yeah. Cool. So uh, we'll jump into it. Um, I, I'll leave it up to you guys. Who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about their what they've been up to uh, this past week first? Uh, I can start just because, like, I haven't been up to much. Um, and so, I mean, it's really, like, not only in the last week, but since I've been on this podcast, which was maybe, like, a month ago, uh, I back then I was playing Dreams, Days Gone, and uh, Bloodstained. I've really only been playing Days Gone in the meantime. Um, I just, I really want to finish it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting to that point where it's, like, I've had this game for a couple months, I've been playing it for a while, and I really just want to get to the ending of it. Um, yeah. it's, I'm still really, really enjoying it. I, uh, I kind of don't want it to end in a lot of ways, but the mission design, I want to say the mission design, but kind of like the open world design is not strong enough to support a game this long. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I like the individual missions. The story missions are all really, really good. They're all really creative and interesting and engaging and they're the best. Uh, and the side missions are a little bit more generic, but they're still really fun because the core gameplay in that game is really, really fun. But mm-hmm. it's the getting to everything that's become a real chore because while the map is very big, um, there's really only three roads, three main roads you can take to get from location to location. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't, there's no play clock, so I'm kind of estimating my time, but I've played for at least 50 hours. Yeah, that, that's something um, that I've seen you kind of raging about like on Twitter and stuff. Like, where the fuck are the play clocks in the video games I'm playing? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's a whole separate thing. That's so frustrating yeah. to me. It's so easy to include a play clock. We've been doing it since the beginning of video games. There's no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the PS4 just needs a system patch that, like, just yeah, has just put a play clock level. for every, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, like Steam. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but this, the open world design of Days Gone is not strong enough to support how long that game is, because since there's so few roads that you take, you end up traveling through this exact same routes over and over and over and over again. And you can deviate if you want to, 
but there's really no reason to. Like when mm-hmm. you first go into a new area, you explore it a bunch and you learn and, like where the things are and stuff. But I'm at the point in the game now where uh, like the really only the reason to deviate off the main path is to get more supplies. But I've stayed pretty well stocked up of supplies, and like I need supplies, it's not that difficult to get more. I know where the like main supply like, hubs are, are at yeah. at this point, and so. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they make you drive across the entire map. You'll get a radio yeah, call and it'll be like, hey, uh, Deacon, I need you to come do this uh, side mission for me. And I'm like, all right. And like sometimes there isn't even a main mission to do. Like Sometimes there's only side missions available. And I actually do enjoy that pacing, typically. Spider-Man and Batman did mm-hmm. that a lot, where it's like, um, you know, sometimes yeah. there's not a lot of urgency. Yeah, it's kind of like a cooldown period. It's not always, yeah. you know, as urgent as, you know. Right. But it's like when I it, when it and I mean this can be remedied by fast traveling, but I, I kind of like I don't remember Austin if it was you and I who was talking about this back in the day or someone else. But it's like in a good open world design, mm. the player should never want to fast right, travel. Right, right, right. Yeah, it, it's oh, yeah. um you know that's something that a lot of games like really have tried to like sometimes they do what I consider to be the wrong result, which is just hey we make fast traveling like difficult. Um, so mm-hmm. like, uh, I think, um, Witcher was guilty of this where like Witcher three, I should say the, the world of the Witcher three is really cool to run around in. And it's mm-hmm. a lot of interesting shit going on. New quests will crop up. You can run across like random events that are happening in the world, kind of like GTA or whatever. But yeah, the reason that you're not fast traveling is that you have to go to one of these fucking signposts and then you can only travel to where other signposts are. So it's like very limited. So it's not that okay. you don't want to fast travel because the world is just so good. You don't want to fast travel because it takes you out of your way and it's hard. it takes forever and it's hard. Right, you know? yeah. That, that's the wrong yeah. way to approach it. I really like the way fast traveling is handled in Days Gone. There is a cost to it. So basically everything takes gas. So if you drive yeah. to a location, it takes gas. And if you fast travel, it takes the same amount of gas to get yeah. there. So you can't just fast travel around the map infinitely, which I appreciate that there's mm-hmm. limits to it. But I just don't like the concept of fast traveling in general. It takes me out of the yeah. world. Um, and right. so I liked how it was done in Spider-Man. It was in context because you took the, the subway train. Mm-hmm. But just in general, I just I, I don't like it feels gross to me as a player to fast travel. Yeah. Um, and so I always don't do that. And it's just, it's become, it's become pretty annoying because like really like everything could be fine if there were just more routes. Like that's really what this needs is more routes to get to places. So I can see a variety of locations and uh, instances more frequently Uh, because sometimes what what they do is they do the, uh, the GTA thing where this, um, because GTA is like what started this, but now every open world game does this where there is a a star or a dot or a question mark Mm -hmm. on the map. Uh, and those are like la- randomly generated live events. So, like in GTA, it could be like um, you know an armored car or you know a mugging or something. In uh, in Days Gone, it's uh, uh, maybe uh, there's a bunch of drifters who are like uh, like robbing or killing um, some stranded like like regular people, or maybe there's a uh, a freaker uh, that's you know like traps someone in their car. Or uh, there's like there, you, there was a murder there, and you can like investigate um, things, and those are really interesting um, mm-hmm. because there's actually a good variety with them, and some of them are pretty creative. Uh, one of them, uh, can you guys hear me? All right? Yeah. Hello? Can you yep. guys hear me? Yeah. 
Okay, cool. I had a weird noise in my end. Um, so one of them was really cool. You um, you investigated this thing, and then like the the trail ran cold, and like I was looking around for something for like what like the thing was that I was like investigating, and I just couldn't find it. Like the trail just stopped, and I thought it was a glitch because the game's pretty mm-hmm. glitchy. And so I was like, all right, whatever. So I walked back to my bike, and then as I walked back to my bike. Deacon steps in a uh, like a knot on the ground. It's like one of those things that's like those traps that like flips you up into the trees. And then someone comes up and like hits you over the head and knocks you out. And when you come to, you're like trapped inside like this old cottage in like the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and you all your stuff's gone. Uh, and like you have to like break out and stuff. And that was like a really cool randomly generated event that like I did not have to get into and those kind of things happen but when you're driving the same route over and over again like it becomes so monotonous like you kind of just start ignoring that stuff more you would think it would encourage you to like swerve off the beaten path more often because like if I've seen this route so many times Mm -hmm. let me take a slightly more detoured way and like maybe you'll see more of that stuff but it just like adds travel time. Like you're just like now you're taking the scenic route, and when you've done this so many times, you kind of just want to get to where you're going. Right. So if there were multiple ways to traverse the open world than just these one or two roads, I think it would actually encourage more deviation, mm-hmm. and you the player would experience that stuff more frequently. Um, yeah, but. I mean that's um, definitely like a. It's something that a lot of games have to deal with, and it makes it tough. That's like. Um, you know, I, I think Red Dead did a really good job of this. Where like you mm-hmm. can just go like fuck off, like run into the woods, and you'll eventually figure out how to get where you're going, but it'll be a real bitch. And then mm-hmm. there's also like, okay, here's the main road that we expect you to take, and we'll have random events happen here that will draw you in and everything. And then there's also like little side roads that'll take you to the same place that have a cool cabin to check out or you know whatever. Um, yeah. Well, Red Dead's open world was is actually much better designed in general yeah. because it was it was more open in terms of where you can go. In Days Gone, there's a lot of obstructions, okay. so if you don't take the road, you might not be able to get where you're going at all because you might just like find a mountain that's impassable, mm-hmm. or you might find like a uh, like a, a, a giant like break in the bridge that you like can't cross or whatever. And if you try to jump it, like you're just going to die. So there's way more obstructions in days gone. So even if I wanted to just say, fuck, it, I'm not going to follow the road. I'm going to follow my own path. You'd probably end up just feeding back into the main road anyway, just cause like, there's no other way to get to where you're going. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> sometimes. Hell yeah. And that's actually, that's actually something that's really cool about the game is there's actually a lot of secrets in days gone. So you can, um, if you go off the beaten path a little bit, like sometimes there's jumps that like you have to upgrade your bikes, um, like boost and acceleration and stuff, and eventually you'll be able to make these jumps and you can get to places mm. with uh, health upgrades and things like that. There's a lot of secrets and there's a lot to find in days gone. So there's, it's not that that stuff isn't there. Um, it is. There's a lot to like about open world design, but just like the main traversal doesn't support that. Yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Like it's just like there's two like competing aspects to its open world design that don't mesh together mm-hmm. in just the right way. So yeah, it's um. I mean, I know that there's been a lot of discussion about how like um this game kind of missed it, and uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of sad to see because I know like we we know some people that worked on Days Gone and like 
it came out. It seemed like they were just going for more than they could handle. They like they took too big of a bite. Yeah, yeah. and I mean that's that's like I still like it. I think it's a good yeah. game, and it's it's like their first big AAA game since Siphon Filter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like this was this is they made understandable missteps for being their first foray back into big budget production. And right. but what's very exciting is I think they're going to get their second chance because Days Gone is selling incredibly mm-hmm. well. And that was my point. It, it 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 may feel like they kind of missed the point, but it's that that scenario where the first game is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does things well, and you see some things that you like, and it gives them a second chance to do things even better. Right? Yeah. Um, they've made a so, name for themselves you know, in the it, market now, basically. Yeah, yeah. So they get that chance to make, uh, you know, like maybe this wasn't exactly the game that they wanted 100%. Mm-hmm. Maybe this was pretty close, and they're like, you know, with the time constraint and, you know, our, our scope, we might have bit off a little more than we can chew, but we got closer to something that we really want, and then if we get a chance to make that second game, we'll make something really fucking sick that everyone's going to like. And, yeah. and and that's really what uh, that's really what I've, um, like, my own personal opinion on what I've seen yeah. uh, from these guys in this game. And I love those kind of stories, too. Like, I mean, Uncharted 1 to Uncharted 2 was, like, dope. Um, yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed 1 to 2 was just mm-hmm. a dope leap. I love that, yeah, that opportunity to really nail it the second time is so exciting. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Uh, do you guys feel so, like that doesn't happen as often anymore, though? Do you feel not, like... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little more rare. Like, it, usually we see... I feel like that's kind of the gray area if we were gonna gonna call it that. Usually, every every game is pretty black and white. It's either okay, we're trying this and it worked fantastic, mm-hmm. and then it's like that option of yes or no. We're gonna make a new one, or that's it's gonna be a cult hit and it's gonna live yeah. on forever. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. It doesn't do well, and then it just dies, and no one ever talks about it again. Yeah. Yeah, it really is the sales that saved this game. You know, I think if this game yeah. came out, and it got the same reviews, and it also didn't sell well, I think it'd be I think it'd be Order 1886. Damn. And we just ah. never, we'd never get another shot at it. Um, but, I, like, luckily, I, it's, it's selling very, very well. I um, do wonder what would happen if this came out on, uh, like, a different platform. Like, if this had came out back on, like, the PS3, when Sony wasn't doing mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I think that's I think that's another thing too. I think it's a factor. Like Sony's so on right now, it, that it's, hard it's to like compete. people yeah. are hungry. Yeah, and like they can they can take a hit. You know what I mean? Like they can they can deal with one bad Metacritic, mm-hmm. um, and like people are just so confident in Sony's first party right now that they like it's going to sell well regardless. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people get it, and they're like, oh, the reviews were too mean to this game. And so I don't think anyone's buying Days Gone and is upset about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's one of those things where you like, right. if you're going to get it, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, okay. do you guys ever think about or- or the Order Every of 1987? Every Yeah, yeah. I think about it pretty often. Uh, and yeah. I always described it as, uh, it's a... Uh, it's like reading the dust cover of a really good fucking book. Right. And you're like, dude, <laughs> do, this do you... is so dope. This, or it's like a, it's... a short story that is like being adapted into a movie or something. And you're like, I cannot wait to see this movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like you read the back cover of the book and you're like, oh man, I'm so excited to read this. And then you open it up and it's blank. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, throw it on the ground. They do, got do... me again. 
Do you guys believe it could ever happen? Do you, do you believe that one day we'll, we'll get Orphan 887 they'll, they'll, they'll well, my, uh, try it again? My real hope is that, um, and this is starting to happen, and it's something that we've talked about for a really long time in the industry in general, um, mm-hmm. where studios are starting to do these collabs where it's like, oh, you guys do this one thing really well, and we are going to you know, have you guys do this while the other studio does this. And um, it's been kind of like mixed success, but this is primarily coming out of um, Bethesda right now. So Bethesda did Rage, and they were like, you know who does yeah. great open world shit? Avalanche. So we're going to have Avalanche mm-hmm. do all the open world shit for Rage, and then we're going to have Id do the gun shit because they're good at the gun stuff. Yeah. But yeah. then Rage came out to a 7.0. Very so is that like really... <laughs> and then uh, the yeah. follow-up so, to that was I, I... Um, Wolfenstein Youngblood. So again, they said, okay, who does a really cool world and shit? And they look around and they're like, oh, fuck, our, you know, Arcane Studio 2 in uh, Lyon, France. So they did the world. And then the the gunplay and everything was done by, what is it? Uh, is it Machine Games that did uh, the Wolfensteins? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that again, that's, it's not a full, you know, it's a $30 new release. So it's not a full, um, you know, $60 outing or whatever. But... We, we certainly see what they're doing and it's they're they're sort of experimenting because Bethesda's like uh, we made enough money on fucking yeah. Skyrim that we never have to worry about money again <laughs> ever yeah. in our life. so yeah. um, you know they're starting to take these little um, I don't know they're starting to take these weird risks that I think Sony yes. is in the exact same position where it's like dude we're so mm-hmm. far ahead in the console race we're doing so well mm-hmm. on um, reviews and game sales and everything that I think it's time to just start doing some wonky shit. Put these guys, yeah. put Sony Bend and put Sony Santa or uh, who was it that did uh, Order? Um, not Santa um, Monica. It yeah, was uh, uh, Ready at Dawn. Ready at Dawn. Put them together and be like, yeah. you yeah. guys at Ready at Dawn, you guys know fucking graphics, <laughs> you guys know story, and you guys know character. And mm-hmm. call Sony Bend and be like, okay, you guys made a, I wouldn't even say average, I would say good open world game, right? Mm-hmm. Not great. It's not breaking any records or anything, yeah. but good. So let's put these two together and see what we can make. Or, order 1887 or 88 or whatever the fuck. Man, I don't want an open world order, though. Like, I, I mean, really it, think there's I, I a think lot there's of value room in for it, though. Game. I think you could do both. Yeah. I think you could do the tight, uh, you know, not like Gears of War, but, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit narrower yeah. scope than Gears of War version. And then yeah. also do the, okay, here's a little bit more of that world, because obviously they have, like, a fucking lore Bible somewhere that's, you know, 6,000 pages. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to get hit with all that shit. Yeah. Has the Order 1887, uh, sorry, has the Order 1886 ever been free on Plus? I, uh, no. I don't want to say I, it was. I don't know. It might have been. If it hasn't, they need to do that because I think that's would spark interest in it, you know, because it's really good. It just like it was short, like you know what I mean. I, like, I do, I do wonder if, and we do see it from time to time where they decide, okay, we're gonna give this away, but when you know we're getting close, some kind to, of announcement you know, or something. Talking yeah. about, I think that's yeah, why yeah. it hasn't been. Yeah, yet. yeah. So if it hasn't yeah, been, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they just need to rekindle interest in that franchise because yeah. I think like you, you announce Order Eighteen Eighty Seven now, I think no, like very few people care, right? You need to, yeah. You need to get so, an idea behind it before you yeah. just throw it out there. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Definitely. so that stays gone. Nice. Oh, cool. Actually, mm, well, we'll wait. It's more of a news thing. Well, I'll wait. It has nothing to do with stays gone, so okay. I'll wait. <laughs> Fair. Um, 
All right, so I do know. Like, we'll go ahead and just jump into what I'm playing because I'm, I've been playing pretty much just everything on the nice. Switch. Um, so I've been playing a bit more uh, of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that, that that's going pretty. You know, that's going pretty well. I'm, I finished the game. I, I like knew I was done with it, so I started doing the. Um, yeah. They have some like trials that you can do. Uh, started messing around with different characters and found out that you can only unlock certain characters by doing those trials. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and one of them, I was like, it was one of the characters I was like, why don't I have this character yet? <laughs> like, he's one of my main, like, characters that I wanted. And, uh, you know, so I finally unlocked him and uh, kind of rounded out my X-Force mm-hmm. team. Which, you know, I guess he really didn't fully belong, but... Still worked out. Um, but, yeah, the game's, um, you know, not forever. It's I mean, We talked about it before. The game is exactly what, you know, you think it is. Yeah. And it's not going to be really anything different. But it's fun to play with other people. Um, uh, Filter and I got a chance to play it a bit together, mm-hmm. and that was pretty good. Um, and then, uh, like, I had my own like side thing i didn't continue on because i didn't know if we were going to get back to it but um yeah it had pretty it had it had some pretty terrible <laughs> areas but then it also had some areas that were pretty good yeah, for sure. um yeah what's so, your favorite character uh my favorite character is night mm-hmm. okay cool um i was waiting to get magneto he's dlc right it took forever no no oh, you okay. can unlock him yeah he's just available um, oh, okay like in the main game, yeah. Because so they, they got the X Men DLC free DLC coming. Um, That's uh, yeah, Colossus and um, Wolverine, Cyclops. Wolverine's okay. uh, yeah, Wolverine. He's you can get him right away. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah, as well. Um, you can get uh, on that front. Let me think. You cool. can get Psylocke, Nightcrawler, uh, Deadpool, mm-hmm. who is a wannabe X Men, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think the two that we're waiting on is Cyclops and um, Colossus, which Colossus is going to be yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of him. Um, and then we also have uh, we have Blade and a few other people with the I think is Marvel Knights mm-hmm. and then Fantastic Four. Yeah, Marvel Knights looks like a really weird mix of characters. So that, actually, I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah. Wasn't that like Morbius and yep. um, uh, yeah, Morbius, Morbius Blade, Blade, um, White Knight, oh Moon, Moon, Knight, Moon Knight, and um, someone else. Yeah, there's one more. Uh, so, I know it's not Ghost Rider. He's in. He's already in it in the game. So forgive me if you guys already talked about this. I I didn't catch the uh, last yeah. the last podcast. Um, uh-huh. Did. Uh, did um do, does that game have like skins from like the movies and stuff? Like, can you get a Captain America Captain America skin that looks like his Avengers like outfit and stuff, like from the movies? That's one thing I'm actually working on. You usually get those skins from playing the trials. Okay. Um, and the one the skins that I've ended up picking up so far, I picked up a Spider Man skin that is um black and silver mm-hmm. so it's not black and white okay like you would normally expect like the symbiote suit. right 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's black and like silver and metallic-y. Um, so like a, when that uh, when that Jared Leto Morbius movie hmm? comes out, like will I will they add a Jared Leto skin? Better. I I don't see why I, not. I mean, like, yeah, they, they they might. We we haven't seen their tendency to add like what the okay. plan is for right. But like, the, does the does the Captain wise, America but... skin from the movies look like Chris Evans, or does it? Or yeah, like, yeah. I, like I don't a, think it, it doesn't look anything like the. Um, like Crystal Dynamics, the Square Enix one. Right, okay. That's right, right, coming up. It doesn't have that kind of weirdness. Um, it's a little more... Uh, I feel like they kind of took their own... Like, the movie kind of took their own um, idea on what to do with the characters, but they really stayed close to the the comic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's kind of like a modern version of what the comic would be. Right. Okay. But so, is it like anyone's yeah, likeness, like though? Does, like, does the Wolverine one look like Hugh Jackman, or does it like look like its own thing? Oh, no, no. He looks like the standard Wolverine. I don't think okay. that. Okay, like, but can you, get, can you get a more Hugh Jackman-looking skin? I don't think so. Or, like, it's really just costumes? Not that I've seen. Okay. No, it's mainly just the costume changes. Kind of that like makes sense, because be then you have to, like, license their faces and stuff. But Right, right. Yeah, yeah they have, like... Uh, like we have the standard like the standard Hulk it's mainly like what I've seen is like a palette swap it hasn't been like a like a big difference yet mm-hmm. but I know in the past and I've only unlocked like three skins I think so far so it's not saying much but um, in the past they would have like uh, like modern Wolverine and then they would have the movie Wolverine where it would have like you know like the outfit that he would wear the X-Men outfit from the movie mm-hmm uh, okay. Cool. Kind of his face. Well, you know, without the face, it would just yeah. kind of be like. Yeah. yeah. Very mask. cool. I love um, that stuff though. Like that's some of my favorite things. Just like you know, uh, the uh, the Arkham games did a great job of that. Of like, yeah, backlogging like every classic suit that you could imagine. Yeah, I loved in the old games you could uh, have. Um, okay, here you could basically decorate if you were going for like a, an X Force team. You could have, here are the X-Force skins for all the characters. Here's the Age of Apocalypse skins. This is what they look like in the Age mm-hmm. of Apocalypse. And that was always really yep. cool. Because Age of Apocalypse was always my, you know, always my jam. So, um, you know, you could actually make the heroes look like they did at that right. time. Not bad. Um, so, you know, I don't have too much more to say about that. I think I've been talking about it for about two mm-hmm. weeks now. Um, <laughs> and it's not a, a super long game. Um since I did finish it up, it did unlock a, uh, it did unlock another mode. It unlocked a harder mode, which uh, I'll probably end up tackling. Um, cool. You know, in preparation for the, like DLCs and and whatnot. Right. But cool. Yeah, I just I, you know I want to continue leveling up the characters and unlocking everything because I I still haven't unlocked a hundred percent of everything. There's uh a very surprising character that you unlock at the end of the mm. game. Oh, sweet. Batman? I... Meta Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Meta Knight. Uh, He's hard to get, just no. like Kirby. <laughs> it's tough to beat those floaters off the map, cool. you know? I like that we're talking about Kirby when the Kirby of the Marvel Universe is who, you know, oh, yeah. is on screen right now. Fucking Modoc. That's funny. It's like a big-ass head with these baby legs floating in a chair. Uh, it would be very cool if you could play Stanley. That, that would be, be dope. Awesome. <laughs> a random skin. Just put it on yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Those are the kind of things that people need to be pitching, and we know they didn't. 
Put it on Blade and oh, give him the, the yeah, sword called the Excelsior. <laughs> licensing that man's face has got to be. I mean, but like you, you're Marvel, but I guess you don't own the rights to Stanley. <laughs> Does Marvel own the rights to Stanley? Well, he space? fucking doesn't anymore. He sold his soul. <laughs> he sold his soul. Right, uh, right to the Disney, devil yeah. he knew. You know. Yeah, right to Disney. Yeah. I get it. So, uh, yeah, when it. some of the DLC comes back out, you know, I'll probably talk about this on the side a little bit. But uh, uh, time to move forward with what uh, the big game that that I've been playing and I know Filter's been playing. But I'll, I'll let you go ahead and take yes, it. Yes, so jump into highly it. anticipated release here, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, so, obviously, we talked about it Sweet. last week. And I, I think it went into a lot of detail. I don't know about a lot of detail. But I went into detail about how um, the game is sort of structured. Um, so we talked about the two phases, right? So you start the game out mm-hmm. and you're like a teacher at sort of almost like a Hogwarts style thing. And then, um, after that, you kind of, uh, eventually there's like a time hop. I definitely have not gotten there, but, uh, yeah, basically for the phase of the game that I'm in, at least, um, you start the game and you're like a, you're in like a mercenary company and, um, you just happen to come across this, like, um, group of um there's like three teenagers pretty much and then there's a couple like people like there's somebody guarding them like a a church like templar style knight and Mm -hmm. um you know you use your mercenary company which is basically you and your dad and uh the three teenagers you find and you like defeat this battle and then it's like oh we were the three like we're the three heads of, or like the the children of the three heads of the three countries that rule this entire fucking continent. Yeah, it's getting ready. Yeah, to be and us. we're like we're going like, to school. We're just waiting on people to die. Yeah, they're going to like yeah. basically, I guess they're going to like the, uh, the Pope's like officer school. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Yeah. So, um, you you all team up and like you go with them, and it's like, oh, actually, we need like. So the commander of the mercenary group they, is your dad, and they're like, "We need you to come back and work for us again, like you used to in the past." Yeah, they drag your. And ass then they back. take you, the son or daughter, whoever you play as, and they're like, "Okay, you will. We're gonna have you actually be a professor of like one of these three houses because somebody just died or something. I don't know." And um, no, actually, they were out with their professor, and when the mercenary group attacked, the professor fucking darted. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, the professor's like, uh, yeah, "Yeah, this thing got." He ran shit like to do a bitch. Me. So. You got it by yeah. default. So yeah, you take over, and then you like choose one of the three um, groups of kids, which are like. So there's the three main teenagers you meet are like the daughter of the emperor, the son of the king, and uh, the son of this noble house that like is the head member of this council that runs this third country, and like um, each of the three groups is they are like sorted into houses based on what country they're from. Cause they don't want like weird shit to happen between the different countries in the school. Cause that'd be bad. And, uh, um, right. So you choose the, uh, the, the black, uh, yeah. Was it the black, the black eagles, black eagles, the blue lions and the golden deer. So, yeah. um, Basically, like, you just kind of, like, get a taste for what each of the students are. There's, like, eight students in each house or something like that. Um, and they're all different. Yeah, everybody's really totally cool. unique. They all they're all named. They're all voiced. Yeah. 
so that's what 16 uh 24 characters just in the core game not to mention there's two other professors that are the heads of the other two houses that are voiced your dad's voiced there's this weird ghostly like god being creature thing that is in your head or whatever uh that's voiced there's the lady pope basically who's voiced uh there's her assistant and the assistant's little sister who are voiced um like the the number of voice actors in this game is like insane how's the quality of the voice acting extremely overall? average <laughs> yeah it's, it's not mind-blowing but it's it's still one of those things that's like it's really it's impressive that it even exists yeah. at all I'll, right. I'll take me- bad um, or I'll take mediocre, even bad voice acting over no right. voice acting. And it makes day. it a lot better yeah, because, exactly. like, I, and I'm certainly More somebody immersive. that can sit and like look at dialogue for ten years. But yeah, like, yeah. the the just the simple fact that they have it voiced just makes a huge difference in like the quality of mm-hmm. being able to enjoy like what you're seeing, basically. Good. Uh, now, can you can you turn off? the text no it has to be um text always i haven't looked at that yeah but i do know yeah i i assume that you can't because it does show an emoting character's face mm. beside it so it has that kind it's of very style. like okay, it's almost so, visual yeah. novel-y it's just a little more okay. zoomed in than that usually visual novel shows like yeah. their whole upper torso and everything this is a little closer than that right. i think but other yeah. than that yeah, pretty it kind of shows yeah, I, I get that. Bloodstain does that too. It's annoying because like I always read faster than they speak. Oh yeah, you can just you totally can, ignore that. Um, yeah, you can uh, just read and like click. Now. Well, yeah. I actually, I, but I, just, I, uh, I prefer just to not see the text. Yeah, as I'm talking about how much I like um, the fact that everybody's voice and everything, I basically play on mute. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I listen to everything. They have a they have a mode that has like uh, play. A, like click to skip or you can just like play and like hit play and they'll kind of go through mm-hmm. your dialogue like where you don't have to click next right. every four you know seconds after someone talks oh that's and, so mm-hmm. nice I'll, I'll do that sometimes like i'll just be like sitting here it gives you it, it's kind of like a movie break right. you know you can just set the switch back and like you know take a drink or whatever um yeah that's pretty nice i like that for sure but yeah, they do some pretty uh, they do some pretty good things uh, in here. The combat I I haven't played a Fire Emblem since uh, Awakening mm. on the 3DS, so obviously this is a huge upgrade. I feel yeah. like I don't know. It, it was I mean, where have they been coming out since then? Because I haven't played. Um. So yeah, they had that one that weird one in the middle that was like um. Uh, what was it? It was uh, the three, the triple one: Fates, Conquest, and the other one. Birthright, Conquest, and something, and then there was Fates, and then there was Fire Emblem Echoes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot. So, I, I mean, yeah, what, what I was getting at is, like, I just didn't know the combat style. Like, I knew that there were terrain types. I knew, um, you know, like, obviously this weapon is good against this, you know, um, you know, defense mm-hmm. or whatever. But... Like, some of the things, like, visually that they do, uh, like, when you go to attack, like, they do, like, it basically, like, zooms mm-hmm. in on the character, and it shows the character in in a battle. Like, they have a bunch yeah. of fucking people yeah, behind yeah. them, and then the enemy that you're fighting has a bunch of people behind them, and then it just, like, that 
you know, that the leads go in and attack and the people behind are cheering or they'll rush in and attack or, you know, mm-hmm. there's like a lot of different options. And that's really cool. Last I knew awakening didn't have that. Yeah. yeah awakening maybe, had like the side by side characters that, that would that, but... at the top of the screen sort of do like a little animated attack, but they would never actually like contact each other. It was just a little animation. I mean, this one actually really happens, really takes place. So, yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's that's pretty cool. There's a lot of like side stuff you can do just while exploring, and as like the, um, as the teacher of one of the professors of one of these houses, uh, you know you get to use all of the, basically all of the facilities that the, um, academy mm-hmm. has to offer, and like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember there being this much like. Oh yeah, stuff normally. Um, in the game. So people have been talking about like game length and things like that. Um, normally, mm-hmm. these games are. Um, I believe it's been said that they're like twenty hours or something like that. Normally, um, this one is like forty-five hours or longer. So this is easily yeah, I mean, the longest there's... one because of all of like, they found a way to make a lot of side content into main content by putting it in the world that you're in so typically in these in the fire emblem games like you'll have your main mission to go do and then a bunch of side missions will crop up as you're kind of traveling along this point to point map basically and um Mm -hmm. they've kind of removed that by having you in the central hub location that is the the reason that you're going to do things is because at the school they're like oh we need uh blah 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 to happen and you're like okay i can do that so it's really yeah. changed the formula it's, in a lot of ways. What's, yeah, I think there was that, like, one of the early things that you do is they're like, okay, cool, go and explore. And you can find things in, uh, like, the academy grounds mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but you also have your, uh, they're like, okay, cool, you can go fishing. You can go hang out at the greenhouse and do this. You know, you can go to, uh, like, the cafeteria and have, like, a meal with students or whoever you know, to see what they're like and build that relationship with yeah. them. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, it, it's it's really cool. It's more than just uh, the standard game that I played on 3DS. So I, I think that's, um, I think that's going to help me. Because if you remember last week, I was like, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure. It looks yeah. cool. But I, um, but I just ended up getting that $99 voucher. Nice. I mean, it is like... It's yeah. just got such cool shit going on, and like the central idea, it's very Harry Potter. Um, so sort of unexpected because they have not historically, like this is the first game that has this type of structure. Uh, so, you know, typically they are, I don't know, you're you're doing like, you're in a traveling mercenary group that is trying to retrieve some kind of sacred thing or whatever. Like that's what the games normally are like. And in this one, they're just doing so much more, like, different stuff. The fact that it's very Harry Potter-ish with the houses. You're, like, your character exists in the world, which they've been doing for the last several games, but not all of them. Um, Where, like, you're having your own personal relationship with these characters as well as them having relationships with each other. Um, It's extremely cool. So, like, so, what's the explore, exploration like? I mean, mostly like, is you're there running a lot around to the, explore and like, see? castle that you're in most of the time. But like, is there a lot to see, or is, oh, yeah. it, is it pretty basic? It's huge. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. There's a decent amount to uh, check out, even in the early mm-hmm. on that I'm in. I haven't had a ton of time to play, but the like um, 
academy grounds has multiple mm-hmm. floors and yeah tons of people to talk to you can literally talk to every single character in every house That's even so if you're cool. not part of that house mm-hmm. Yeah, all the characters are, yeah. are available to you. There's like a training area, there's a fishing area, there's a um, there's a um, gardening thing that you can do. There's like you can have tea time yeah, with like students, you can have you go to the cafeteria to eat. Um, you know, your students will do like uh, um, different events and stuff you can do. There's a training grounds area. I mean there's just so much going on in this game. Cool. Yeah. It's really cool. And the only the only thing that I have that I, I'm not a fan mm. of is how the like how the classes play out. Like I see a character and I'm like, okay, this character should probably have you know this kind of personality and you know this kind of I would imagine they use this kind of weapon. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times it's like, no, they kind of use something. Well, yeah, that is like, oh, that person looks like they'll be an archer. But then it's like, nope, they have a short sword. Yeah, and that's something that this game does a lot better job than they've done historically. Of um, Typically it is like, you'll see a character and it's like, okay, this guy is a fighter. He uses axes. You cannot equip swords or bows on this guy. Like, you have to use what we've told you that he uses. Um, yeah. So they've, that's how games historically have been. This game has things that it's like, hey, we think that you'll probably want to use this. So when you see them, when you first get them in combat, if you don't, like, change their equipment or anything, uh, you know, they are someone who uses, um, I don't know, spears, for example. Like, they just have a spear equipped. They came with a spear. When they packed up their shit at home, they threw a spear in the bag. You know what I mean? Um, Right. So you can change that, which in previous games, you could not. Like, it was just like, well, this person can just never use bows. That's just not one of their things. Um, In this game, you can just equip whatever you want, but you have to train them in that. So, like, a new character, like, fresh out of the bag or whatever the fuck, like, um, they will have, you know, maybe they have a, a D rank in swords and a, a F or a E rank in everything else. Like, they, they're okay with swords and they suck with everything else in the world. So, like, yeah, and you have yeah to you'll build slowly it. build it up. Um, if you are horrible with something, you can only use a training sword, which is like a wooden sword. Um, if you're okay with swords, like if you have like a D rank, you can use iron swords. If you have a C rank, you can use steel swords, and then you start getting really like special, customized, uh, like unique weapons that are higher rank than that, like A rank or S rank or whatever the fuck. So, right. like, uh, and those. I mean, what I was talking about specifically was like right out of the gate, you have the um, the Empress uh, Elengard. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, cool. Looks like she'll probably like toss some magic or something. She has a big fucking woodcutter. Yeah, she axe. uses like heavy axes. <laughs> it's like, what? This is what she do. And not only that, but it's like, okay, this character is from the kingdom that's known to use a lot of magic, and she's like, I got an axe. <laughs> I, I got this y'all cool axe. with axe? <laughs> it's like she's like, I forgot all my books at home, and I just grabbed this on the way out. She's like, gotta grab my axe this body spray. By and the... She looks in her bag and she's like, fuck, I grabbed my battle axe. <laughs> I grabbed a real axe. My bad. Good guy. But, um, I mean, so far I don't have too, like, I don't have really anything to complain about. It's not like real grabs um, that I've noticed. It's like little stuff yeah, I, that's I, like, eh, they could have done this better. I don't think we've uh, even talked about the houses that we've chosen. No. Yeah. Um, so, the, 
you know, the the Black Eagle House is mainly magic mm-hmm. users. Um, the uh, Blue Lions, they're they're knights, so they're kind of like your focused melee right. attack class, uh, like spear focused, really group, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and then your uh, what was it? The golden golden, golden deer, deer are are kind of archers, um, but they all kind of give you something that you. Uh, they all give you something that you can use for each class. Yeah, they have a focus, but it's um, not like a focus to the detriment of any it, other option. Yeah, so it's like if you choose the you know the magic users, you're gonna have an abundance of magic users. But they can also, you know, this guy is like uh, he uses swords and can get up close right. in the fight. And this guy has pretty high defense, so he's probably the guy you want yep. for that. Um, but you still have to kind of swap them out. And, you know, pick and choose other things, I think, mm-hmm. to make them things that you want them to be. Um, so I don't know what you chose. I chose the um, the Golden okay, Deer. Okay, so apparently the Golden Deer has been the main, like, um, selection. I guess it's... They're, really? They're, like... Um, so they come from the country that's the most democratic. So that makes sense of why people mm-hmm. would be into them, right? Uh, just in general. Yeah. Um, they're, like, sort of... They're apparently archer-focused. So, like... They have, a, they have like, what? The big... Uh, the big dude. They have a couple big dudes that are capable of doing a lot more. Yeah. They have a tall guy, and they have a, a really beefy-looking right. dude that I thought he would use an axe, but no, he punched Hell him. yeah. The monks are, like, super <laughs> That's overpowered. So that was surprising. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, you know, it, like you said, each each house has people that are outside of what you would expect. Um, I actually went with the Black Eagles. Uh, so I went with, like, the okay. Empire group, which is really weird because if you look at the definitions or, like, you know, you can talk to the different heads of houses and then ask them about every student in their house before you choose. So I went mm-hmm. and I was talking with everybody and um, I really like what they were putting down. And I was a big magic user in the previous games because typically they just become super, like... I don't know. They they have a lot of ways to deal with situations. Like they're very versatile. So and they've also said that the magic using house is probably the one that's good for experienced fire emblem players. They said the melee house is good for people that are brand new to like any kind of tactics games or anything. And then um, the uh, golden deer is a good like all around. Yeah, like well rounded. Yeah. So um, yeah, I. I went basically by personality. It was between the melee and the golden deer. I liked the, the melee guy because of the way they described him. I was like, he's going to have some dark yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, I, I haven't gotten um, to the turn yet, but I've started to hear some shit about him, basically. And I ended up going with uh, the golden deer just because that guy was kind of a... He was the main dude like is like so cool. some people. Yeah. And yeah, he, he, he just kind of aligned with my personality. Yeah. Like... He could not give a fuck about pretty much anything. And, uh, you know, he'll do it all for a joke. For sure. And, like, I I do think his house... He's the one with uh, Daydu, right? Or, like, the big, like, kind of dark-skinned guy? Or is that in uh, the the blue house? No, that's that's the blue. That guy Um, seems really cool. This guy has the the really, like... Oh, the big, thick dude. Yeah, yeah. Bodybuilder-looking guy. That guy's awesome. (laughs) Um, I was like, I want him I'm trying to poach him out of that house. You can you can like I convince know. students to join you if you like if you have something really good that's something that they want to learn that their professor doesn't have. 
So it's kind of tough because it like randomly splits the other two professors up. Um, so like mm -hmm. if you might just they might get the guy that's really good at dark magic and they want to learn dark magic, so they'll just never join your group because you won't be able to get good enough, which kind of sucks. Right. But um, you know the, the game is structured to allow you to like leech people out of the other houses to join your house, which will matter in the end game. So yeah. basically, I guess since Drake doesn't know, like the end game is um, when you get to Act Two. It flips from, like, this house, like, the school time, like, house set thing. Um, it becomes, like, it does a time hop, and basically the three countries are at war with each other. And you are with whichever house you chose. Like, you side with them in the time hop. And uh, you have to, like, go to war and, like, kill your students from the other houses. Whoa. Yeah. And so, like, the people that have friendships like and shit. Spoiler. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that sounds like a huge spoiler. Why do you know that already? Well, that's, that was in the marketing. Yeah, oh, it's, that I sucks. mean, it's it, it's the three houses. You know, they're all typically they're all kind of warring to see who has. Control. Yeah, you're actually in the like beginning part of the game. You're actually in like a rare part of like a rare period of peace, semi rare, I guess. So okay. like some of the characters, uh, like all... parents, are dead from like war, and they were killed by other people's parents. So it's very Whoa. cool. Things so when you say houses, <laughs> is it like Hogwarts where all three houses are like in the same castle? Already? Yeah, they're separated by like kind of like the houses in uh, well, in uh, Harry Potter or whatever. Like these guys, well, these guys live over here in these dormitories. These guys live on the second floor and these guys live on the special area over here. That's very interesting. So in, in, in the academy, yes, they have different, you know, they have different places that they stay. Kind of like common right. rooms like Harry right. Potter. But... In the world of the three oh houses, yeah, they're separated they're by like hundreds up of miles. Into, yeah. Like yeah, like this is our border, and our people live here, and then your people live in this, you know, in these borders. And then okay, the and then the and the, the school is like a neutral zone where like they just send I'm their not students too. Sure to. mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not sure where it resides. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'd have to look at the map, which they I, only show a couple times, like the world map. It's not like a main thing because that you don't really care in the beginning of the game, you know. Yeah, right. I, I feel like I don't know why I just imagine that it's destroyed. Mm. I, yeah, I don't know, but but uh, it's, um, yeah, I mean it's just something that you 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 know you're kind of looking forward to. Yeah, uh, and you don't know like what direction it went and who did what, so it is kind of like you get the beginning of this game and you're learning this story, and then I imagine time hop. And you're kind of learning what happened. In right, and I imagine that that even Along the changes. way while writing like, history. You know, if you are allied with... So I'm allied with um, the uh, the Empire. And, like, I imagine that, you know, everybody sees the Empire's bad guys because they all had to split away from the Empire, obviously. Um, but, like, from the Empire's point of view, they're like, dude, we had great shit going. Everything was working fine. Our entire country was united. And then all of a sudden, this fucking douchebag is like, ooh, I'm the Holy Roman King, or whatever the fuck. And then he, like, led the Civil War that killed thousands of people for no reason. Yeah, yeah. and then the from that guy's point story. of view, he's like, yo, my family was the original fucking Emperor, and then some weird shit happened, some backstabbing, and then, like, you know, our family got thrown out, and, like, we should actually be in charge, and the people think that we should be in charge, and we're gonna take over the North. And, like, and then there's yeah. this other group that's like, yo, I didn't fucking vote for the King. Like, I'm out of here. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's very interesting and like I I think I sort of see some idea of where things are going to go. Like it's it's just barely being teased. 
and um, we're gonna go into like I don't, there, there's like somebody's gonna turn like one person is going to trigger this like a new civil war basically and if you are from that house if you went with that house it's gonna be like oh we had to do this because of these circumstances and then from the other two houses it's like these dudes are insane right I mean, that's where it seems yeah. like it's going. Interesting. So, um, it seems yeah. really interesting. I'm definitely going to play this game three times. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so well, I was, was going to ask, was like, so you're excited to go back yeah. and play it's three tough. times? It's tough. I mean, they give you the are. fucking choice early. Like. Oh, yeah. Right I mean, away. You, do, you get a chance you're to like, meet. I don't. The, like, in the very first mission after you rescue the three kids, basically, it's like you can kind of learn more about one of the houses where it's like, well, which of our groups do you think is the most interesting? And it's like, fuck already. <laughs> You're like, I yeah. don't know. I don't and you, know. You have to people. choose one. I know she has an axe. And then it's like, after that, it's yeah. like, you go back to the thing and it's like, oh, I remember you thought my house was really interesting. Do you want to know about my students? And like the other people that came with me. And then you learn about them and you learn kind of how their team is composed and what they're going to play like. And it's like, okay, now I'm ready to say, you know, I'm going to choose okay. the blue lions on my second playthrough for sure. <laughs> okay. So like, uh, it's definitely interesting and it's it's hard to say like, you know how far into the game does a time skip happen halfway through or i guess a little yeah, after. Oh, wow. like I, okay. I have not even had it mentioned to me yeah. that there, that yeah, there's nothing so far into the game for marketing to ruin that's like seems like yeah i mean i guess it's kind of the I idea guess... of like these games are like people do a lot of replayability on um yeah the like Fire Emblem games and typically it's like mm -hmm. you know you play through with your like okay I'm gonna have zero characters die this game does have permadeath if you enable it where like if one of your students cool. falls in battle they're just fucking dead cool, cool. so it's like um, and I, yeah I'm also really sensitive to spoilers and stuff like things that most people wouldn't consider spoilers I do consider a spoiler yeah. like there was a character trailer for one of the characters in Death Stranding that came out yesterday and it's like I don't want to fucking watch that <laughs> yeah cause it's like it's gonna be like oh this. well you remember that time that you betrayed me and it's like fuck I wanted to see that happen <laughs> right yeah. exactly yeah. so I didn't watch it and then like I was just Google's just like the, the Google predictive like news articles that show up on my phone if you just like scroll up we've gotten like really good but it fuck always fucks me whenever i'm trying to avoid yeah. a spoiler because like the headline of the article is like um death straining trailer reveals that this character it like spoiler 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 and i'm like fuck i don't want to know yeah, that that's super fucking cool and norman sure reedus will yeah. hang dong in this game and it's like fuck i really wanted that to happen organically <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I, I don't know where like where the marketing has went for like for games and it happens in movies sometimes okay I just found out where <laughs> I'm, it's I'm playing like, right now it's like we'd be fine <clears throat> like we'd be fine if it was just like okay you're this character you're doing this and like I would have been fine not knowing yeah yeah that. like like I don't know how that would have been possible it was, yeah. by calling it the three houses it pretty much seals right. its fate yeah. that there's going to be a war <laughs> yeah. and everyone yeah. is going to turn on everyone kind of yeah it's still speculatory but, though you know what i mean like you're still just like wondering about it i wonder though like i wonder if like if that war is your hook and like you would have sold less copies had you not yeah if it was like hey this is a fucking uh you know college waifu simulator yeah it would probably like <laughs> it would sell to the crowd that you don't want to be your fans you know <laughs> it would have sure. had more sales and it's like second yeah like second week because those people who were like 
oh, this is just a college simulator. Be like, what the fuck is this halfway right. through? Yeah, and that's then those true. people yeah, be yeah. like, oh wait, that is for me. I'll go back and get through that and, portion. And so Fire Emblem's like, yeah. had like a very mixed past. Like apparently they were told at one point that Fire Emblem Awakening was their last Fire Emblem game and it was going to be canceled after that. And like they were just going to shutter Whoa. the series. And then Awakening did so well because they did a lot of like callbacks. Yeah. They did a lot of interesting story stuff. They added in these like CG anime scenes in the game, which have carried on in all the future games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they like so they nailed it with Awakening and just absolutely blew it out of the water. And then they did this yeah. the weird like samurai era one, Conquest and Bloodline and whatever the third one was. And um, it yeah. was split up into multiple games. The games were like actually had different content in them. It wasn't like Pokemon, you know, red and blue, where in red you can get yeah. a fucking uh, whatever, and then in blue you get the other one. You know what I mean? It's like it's totally right. different missions and shit after a certain section. So yeah, um, that one didn't hit, and they they really did not make a lot of money on that, and people were confused on how to even play it. So they're like, okay, just right up front, here's what it is. This is what you do. These are your options. So I, that's that's a response to their previous shit. But I have the I'm playing the game yeah. right now, as we're recording, and uh, I just saw what the Act Two turn is just teased. So it's not what you would expect. Dude, Fire Emblem is such a success story. I'm really like happy for that franchise. Oh yeah. I mean, it goes all uh, the way back from to what being Super Nintendo like a, or yeah. something. I think like so. Like the yeah. early I ones for a very were long like, time. Uh, yeah. Never got localized or, you know, only recently right. got localized or whatever. In a different version of it. was a very niche Japanese audience only game yeah. and then like it's slowly broken out into the being this big sure. thing. It's like half the fucking uh, characters which is really exciting. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for yeah. real. And all of them are fucking sword wielders. Yeah. But yeah, so That's uh, why it's like I think uh, I was just gonna say because like I think like other Japanese games could replicate the success, but they usually drop the ball marketing. Like Judgment, like Judgment should have been way bigger. Sony should have really put some money into well, that. I mean, I know it's different because Fire Emblem's a first party thing and Judgment isn't. But yeah, like, I mean, they had you know, the issue with like it, having to recast that one character because the dude was caught snorting coke or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but that was just for the Japanese one. You know, what I mean, I was talking He's about as like, actor. Leave him alone. Well, that, <laughs> as far as like, they um, changed the likeness oh, of the character is why it was delayed in the U.S. Interesting. They made it look yeah, less like Yeah, I mean, there's sense. that, but, like, I think you, you still could have had a bigger marketing yeah, push. Um, that is wild, though. J- Japan's, like, drug culture is really, really outdated. You're really like, call Portugal. Yeah, I really... I, I really <laughs> wish that, like... I don't know. I think... I feel, I feel like that game had, like, had something for me, yeah. Judgment. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think I would ever know, just because I... I've tried the Yakuza games in the past, and they haven't worked right for me. Oh, no, I love Yakuza so much. Well, like, Yakuza was something I tried to get into, and then when I, like, as soon as I dipped a toe in, I think I played uh, Yakuza Kiwami 1, Um, and I was like, oh, I really don't have 700,000 hours to put into this series. Yeah, they're really long. And my my goal was to play them as they came out, as in the Kiwami version. (laughs) So, like, you know, I was going to hit, like, um, so Kiwami, Kiwami 2... Zero came out somewhere in there. Um, yeah. You know, move on to, like, as they were kept releasing, and then eventually just get, like, five and six because they're modern or whatever. But it's like, I just right. do not have, like, you know, it, that's one of the games that shows, like, your time and your percentage and everything, kind of like GTA or yeah. whatever. And it's like, oh, I'm 3% in in 14 hours. This is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're very yeah, long extremely games. Extremely dense um, games. I, 
Yeah. It's like a successfully yeah, done I, version of Shenmue. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's a spiritual successor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, successor. Um, I, I bought Judgment Day One just just to support that you know yeah. that team that in that franchise and stuff. But I will not get around yeah. to that game for like seven <laughs> years. So. And then when you start, it'll be another. Seven years I'd like to, to hear it. about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know it's it's uh. All right. This game is kind of, I'm afraid, going to be similar. Like, the length that I hear of, like, 40, 50, 60 hours to beat main content. Like, I'm really worried about having to do that three times. Games are too long now. Well, <laughs> like, like, I never thought I would say well, it's that. Because but, like, as a, every game can't be 60 hours. You know, hours. as a kid, you have school for, like, I don't know, 30 hours a week or whatever. 35 hours. And then yeah. you, like, all the rest yeah. of your time is, like, well, what am I going to do? I have, like... My chores are like make my bed and wipe my ass. So like that takes five minutes. <laughs> make, make sure, yeah, make sure I wipe my ass. Yeah. Good. So there's really not a lot else to do, and it's like, you know, I used to sit and put like eight or nine hour sessions in on like Dragon Age Origins, like every day. You know what I mean? So like yeah. it's just not feasible anymore. And there's also the fact that as a kid you have like twenty games. And as an adult, you have 186,000 games to play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of factors. Yeah. I think in general, though, games have gotten longer because, like, everything's open world they now. Have. Like, that's yeah. why it's like, I fucking love the, going back to the order, yep. man. Like, sometimes I just want a five-hour linear game For sure. to play. And like, those five hours are exactly perfect. Like, every yeah. single thing is placed with you know intent, and if you mm-hmm. see it, it was meant to be there, and it was meant to happen like that. Like, it, it, there is something to say about that. I really yeah. like God of War. I really like Spider-Man uh, from this last yeah. year because mm-hmm. they were so, like, okay, here's the game Focused. and this is the game. That's the game. Thanks for playing the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. yeah was what focused. was the game um, that was known for, like, oh, are you guys doing DLC? Like, no, we delivered. That was the game. Bye. We'll give you some skins or whatever the fuck. It, it was uh, Octopath Traveler. They're like, what do you mean are we going to do DLC? Our game's yeah. complete. Got him. <laughs> yeah, it was like they, they were. Yeah, they were really middle finger about it, and I, I super appreciate it and bought it day one, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. loved it. It was a really good game. I still have yet to dig into that because I'm like, oh, I just don't think I have it in me. <laughs> it's yeah. long. It's long, but it's um, yeah, it's it's well done. It's I'm great. so confused why it's not not on the PS4. Yeah. Like that just that that, that confuses me. Like uh, during uh, E3 this year, during Square's press conference, Squeezix. they rolled the trailer for it, and I was like, oh, here we go. PS4 announcement. No, it's coming to PC. Weird. Like, what the fuck? Also, what the fuck is the I difference between, like, uh, like a, the PS4 just runs on some version of Linux or whatever, right? Like, just slap it on that bitch. <laughs> well, isn't it first party? Yeah. No, no, it's made by Square Enix, and I don't believe Nintendo published it. No. Um, they might have handled distribution in the United States, but I don't believe they were a publisher. Mm. So I, I don't see what would stop them from releasing it on multiple platforms. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like there's really anything that would stop them. Yeah. Unless their distribution contract prohibited a release on other platforms, but I, I, that seems weird. A weird clause in a distribution contract, especially since they only distribute in the United States. So, right. Um, weird. I don't know. I mean, it, it's fine. I got enough stuff to play, yeah. but like, I would. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but. All right, um, we'll put a pin in Fire Emblem. I feel like we'll have a little yeah. bit more to say next I'm like, week. I'm hitting an extremely um, story-dense part of the game right now, so I actually just turned it off. Yeah, like I have to put yeah. this down. Oh, also, I really, I just need uh, to call out that your character's dad, that you, like, start Fire Emblem with, his name's Gerald. 
definitely. Gerald. And I fucking, thought of that immediately. He's like, he has like a weird haircut and kind of has a top knot and he has scars on his face. And it's like, yep. <laughs> they know what the fuck yeah, is going on. Yeah, I thought on. of that. It wasn't even I thought of that character, you know, uh, because you've always called the character I would call Geralt from, or I would call Geralt mm-hmm. from uh, I don't Witcher. know if, if that's You've always called him Geralt. No I have no idea which one's Different correct. characters say different things in the voice that. acting in the game. So it's not helpful. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was just really funny when I saw it. And I was like, oh, so that's how... And so the J is pronounced like mm. that. It's it's not like a G that's pronounced like a J. Just just call him Jerry. Yeah. Good old mm-hmm. Jerry. Daddy J. Rolfy. Rolfy. Daddy G the Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. um, that show looks amazing. I have not. I've yet to see the trailer. Wait, I need to. Wait, I, um, Monster Hunter? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, I was like, <laughs> Get your fucking like, bullshit out of here. Never talk to me again. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, how fucking dare you? That's even. Um, Show me the real Monster Hunter. But cool. I said the real Monster Hunter. Perfection. We'll, uh, we'll, like I said, we'll go ahead and put a pin in that. We'll move on to... The game's uh, releasing for the upcoming week. Uh, but first, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. And check out all that top news and video game stuff over there. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares as always. Talk with us uh, about the stuff that we're you know inevitably going to be talking about here. Bring up some points. We tend to use those on the podcast sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc., so you can uh, know when we go live and do junk just like this. Uh, sharing some different stuff over there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. We'll go ahead and jump into the games releasing. Uh, these games Control! are releasing. They're releasing from July 29th to August 4th. And uh, I really just wanted to be like, okay, this game's releasing Friday, August 22nd. Or August 2nd. Uh, Madden 20 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC from EA Sports. Okay, let's move on to the games sure. missed. That's it. Um, <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> Just because this is like one of those things. You know, we talk about it every year. Not for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's yep. interesting. Um, you know, they, they I mean, do I these like upgrades, they do and I, I wish time. that they were more vocal about, like, I mean, honestly, I wish they just said, hey, this year we're doing this. This year, there, our big change is this. And they really don't do that in the marketing because they know that their marketing, their way to win is just to have all these different Madden players, like real life, like, you know, NFL players doing shit. That's funny. I mean, their, their group, and I've, we said it probably a hundred times, um, like their, their team that's making this game and their, their fan base... They both have like a, they have a connection unlike like sports games fans and their like team like their dev teams have a connection that uh, like a lot of other games don't have. Mm-hmm. And if they brought out a Witcher game year after year after year, people would be like, <laughs> okay, fuck right. this, you know. But when it comes to a sport sports game, it's you know they're going to buy it every year because they want that roster mm-hmm. update. And it, it does make me, like, wonder, and we've, I've always said it, is like, what if they brought out a new game every three years and did roster updates for the game? Yeah, I don't see why they don't and just do, like, the forever game. Patch it. like... 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it doesn't well, have to be because a they don't make as much game, money. But you know, take some time. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, because I mean, the answer is because they make more money releasing it every year. Yeah. Like, if they had like one Madden per generation that they just kept like updating with all the most recent stats and things like that, and like patching in like the new what I imagine are very like minor feature updates every year, um, they could do that. But they would have to find a way to compensate the revenue service. So maybe, I don't know, maybe like you have a Madden subscription. That's what I was saying. So maybe you buy one Madden in a box for 60 bucks, and then you get like the Madden Live update pass. And it's like five bucks a month. And it's like, it's all the, it's all the updates. It keeps your, it keeps your roster up to date. It keeps your uniforms up to date. If there's Mm -hmm. changes in teams, like I know, uh, uh, the, Oakland Raiders are becoming the Los Angeles Raiders, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, right. And and it's weird because that team is always moved around. They were L.A., they were Oakland, and now they're uh, swapping to. That was Las Vegas. Whoa, yeah. that's a weird one. No, they were never Las Vegas. Las they're Vegas going to Las Vegas. A, no, yeah. Las Vegas has never had a football team. Right, right. So it, it's really weird that they, they probably like, shouldn't. Oakland's mo- no, the Oakland's moving to Las Vegas, not uh, L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I meant. I didn't okay, mean so LA, they were L.A. Now that then they became Oakland. Now they're going to Las Vegas. And did didn't the Rams become the L.A. Rams? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the, 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 we've had some big moves like that. I mean, that's how like I think the Baltimore Ravens were yeah, born. So weird. When Cleveland stopped being a team, the Browns stopped being a team for a bit, and Smart then. Move. Baltimore Ravens became a team, and then they were like, "No, the Browns are good." And um, then they're like, "No, they're <laughs> they're going to win." Oh the yeah, Super they're Bowl definitely going to the Super Bowl year. this year. It's fucking. I haven't so heard annoying. that in the last fucking eight hundred years. <laughs> well, they um, have a. Well, they just got a um, a really good like primetime player, like a big player. It was. Uh, um, nah, I fucking know the guy's name. He's kind of a dickhead. Uh, Shocker. But yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that before. But yeah, I mean, the reason they don't do that is because the current system is working. Like, they're right. still making good money on those game year. There's no reason to try this new experimental I, way of rolling right. this game I out. Do, I, I do question it because we would see people come in when we worked in retail saying, oh, no, I'm just going to stick. Like, there were people definitely, I want the new game right. every year. Right. For sure. We only saw them one time a year. But then there were other people who we wouldn't see them that next year, and they'd be like, yeah, I'm still just playing the last game. Me and my friends really like it. Mm-hmm. And okay. I, I do question if they did it every three years, made a subscription, and then, like, it's not something that they can really do, I don't think, every year. They can't do a big box edition. They can't do a $150 edition every right. year. And I don't think we've seen a $150 edition in a really long mm-hmm. time. And they could do that every three years. For sure. Make some okay. real big shit. That's that's cool, and I, I I just don't I don't get why that's not their focus. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess if it's not broke, don't fix it. Is the mentality um, there? But so wait, I, I'm I'm confused. Are we not talking about control? Why did we jump to August third? Controls August twenty something. It came out on Friday. Uh, control. Control just went. Oh my god! No, wait. What? This is July, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, still yeah. in July. Oh my god! Twenty seventh of August. I yeah. I I don't know. The last <laughs> couple days, I swear, I thought control. You did the time hop in Fire Emblem. Yeah. <laughs> and I was okay. like, I was so stoked. I was like, control is out. It looks it's really not. good. It's 
We're yeah, not, I, we're in July. This is not August. I mean, I'm happy that's not <laughs> August yet. I got a whole month of my life back, but that's that's something. Yeah, that's the end of August already. I was like, wait a minute. I just saw the I just saw them like with the with the disc that says Control, like the gold edition that they were handing yeah. off. I was like, holy shit! Did they do a turnaround in like four minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I had to like I pulled up an extra browser and I was freaking out for a minute. Yeah, imagine if they were like, "Oh, by go gold, we mean we fucking mailed the disc to your house." <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 all on these like uh, like writable Blu-rays. Sure, sounds good to me, baby. That's <laughs> pretty like cool. It's with a sharpie just written control on the disc. C N T R L. Looks legit. Got to do it. All right, let's. <laughs> Let's get sorry. off Madden. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> we'll get oh, there. You know that we'll I'm going to be big on hold control. Up. I mean, I love hold that up. studio. You, you know we have to have you on that that episode yeah. now when we talk about control. And, and you'll be like, dude, I've been playing <laughs> well, it for a I, month. I, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, it's really... It, <laughs> it's not as good as everyone thinks it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be kind of blase about it. Shoot it down. Yeah, we'll, 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 see, we'll see if I have time to play it when it comes out. Uh, because if I don't, I don't want to hear about it. So we'll see. Cool. Um, uh, so that's pretty much it for the games releasing. Um, but we do have a, a few free games. It's, it's drought time, yep. you know? Getting to that backlog and playing, you know, I don't know. Switch has, Nintendo has an idea on how to handle mm-hmm. that, apparently. Um, but we do have uh, a few things you can pick up for free mm-hmm. um, over on the Epic Game Store. If that's, your, uh, if that's your thing, you can pick up Alan Wake, which is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then For Honor uh, for free. Um, oh, wait. No, Alan Wake and For Honor is for free starting August 2nd. Um, right now, you can grab um, Moonlighter and... Yeah, Moonlighter and... Um, uh, I just grabbed it earlier. Um, oh, this war of mine. Well, I... Yeah. Go ahead. Um... So, uh, spe- real quick, speaking of, because I don't want to derail the segment, but speaking of Alan Wake and Control and Remedy, um, bold bet, you know, fucking like lock this in right go, now. In. You know, go go to Vegas, go to Vegas, bet on this. Sony is going to purchase Remedy, and uh, Alan Wake is going to remastered is going to be a launch title for the PS5. That'd be cool. I'd be down with that. Huh, okay. Yeah, we really need to sit down. I think I don't know if. This is something that can be done, like a week turnaround. It could be maybe a two week turnaround where we sit down and decide mm-hmm. what, uh, you know, the the PS, you know, the next generation of console yeah. and their launch lineup. Yeah. But yeah, that does sound fun. Do you guys buy that? Do you guys really buy that, that Sony's going to buy Remedy? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll go buy Remedy. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up, dog. Lock it in right now. Sam Lake, he's been visiting. He's been visiting that dog. Actually. He's been talking about it yeah. a lot too. My man. <laughs> nice, but uh, Epic Game Store, you can pick up uh, two free games right now: uh, this Warmine and Moonlighter, and then you can grab uh, Alan Wake and For Honor starting on August second. So uh, it's free. Yeah, that's that's about as good. How, as how does the Epic? How does work? Like, it's not like a subscription you sign up for. Like, you can just like anyone can just download the launcher and just like grab the yeah. free games. Yep. That's crazy. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, 
how they're pulling people from Steam because they're like, hey, look, free shit. But this right here, this qu- this uh, uh, this tweet from Twitter. Uh, sorry, I bought Alan Wake on Steam already, and someone's like, sorry to hear that. I got it for free on Epic Game yep. Store. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Dude, so cool. Like, just Fortnite money, man. Exactly. Just... Like, hey, who's going to stop me? Yeah. Y'all want some fucking yeah. shit? It... Like, they Using had to have been a meeting, and they're like, we have, like, the meeting had to have been like, okay, we have more money than we know what to do with. Right. <laughs> what do we do with it? We're like, well, I'm getting tired. I'm starting to chafe from wiping my asshole with it. So, um, why don't we go ahead and Epic just give makes it to people Half-Life for free? Ex- Epic makes Half-Life 3 exclusive to the Epic Game Store. Yeah. Have what? Epic makes Half-Life 3 exclusive to the Epic Game Store. Somehow they, like, bought the rights cool. off, of, <laughs> off of Valve. Yeah. How There's much a of beheading... A fucking- and and then they get it on their game store. That'd be cool. How much yeah. of a fucking move would that be if like they went to Valve and been like, "Look, you're not doing anything with this a franchise. We'll give you a billion. We'll give you a billion dollars to the Half Life franchise." Tomahawk missile just slams <laughs> into Gabe Newell's house out of nowhere. What the fuck? Like that. And, and a guy it, with a fucking Fortnite shirt runs in there and weedly, steals, weedly. steals a whole safe full of bullshit. Yeah, like, um, you know how you have like a deed to your house or whatever? It's like they just run in and steal the deed that has like the Half-Life 3 code on it. It's crudely written in crayon. Like if they did that, if they actually made Half-Life 3 happen, that's goodwill forever. Like they just I mean, yeah. usurp like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like that's you know it's worth that billion it's worth a billion dollar investment just do it just do it epic hell yeah i'd do it would All valve right. sell will valve, would valve sell for a billion dollars <laughs> that ip i don't know how much how much would you have to pay to get valve that's an interesting question yeah oh valve in general yeah. all of valve i mean that, I, that several hundred billion right m- m- that would be many billions <laughs> yeah but just the ip of half-life how much is that IP worth? I think that IP is 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 worth the amount of their of their company. <laughs> I think. I think that's what. Well, they it think. they have permanent customers ready to buy something that's never going to exist. So that's pretty good. Right. <laughs> but that's the thing; they're never going to yeah. do it. So like, there there's no reason to like <laughs> keep that IP. Like, you don't want it. Yeah. They don't want it. They don't want to do anything with it. If they if they cared about that brand at all, they would have done something with yeah. it already. I, I don't know. Do they care? I I don't know if it's maybe they don't care about it, but they definitely don't. They don't um, see anything for it. They don't. They, yeah, they 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 maybe they care too much yeah. about it, and they're like, we don't want to fuck that. Well, like you can at least, and people are like, fuck it up already, so we can just get it yeah. over with. <laughs> yeah, like the very least you could do is just like remake Half Life One. You know what I mean? Just like because that game controls like ass today. Like that game is yeah. is, is shitty. Like it's. It was a product of its time and it has not aged well. Like a remake of official remake, because I know there's been like fan remakes and like other like official unofficial remakes, but if like Valve, yeah, like a like contracted like Blue Point or right. something to just do an official remake of that game, like even that would Hell be yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. I'd be down for that. And that requires no yeah. creative like output from them. There's very little room for you to make fans pissed off or like fuck that up. Like, and you're doing something with that franchise, but like they're doing nothing with it. Yep. Hmm. I don't know. It's gonna be a long time. They're gonna have to be. It's one of those things. It's like a like the ace up their sleeve. They have this in their back right. pocket. You know, if shit starts to go down, they know that they can guarantee make a lot of money on yeah. something. And they're like, why would I, you know. Why would I waste mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's too hmm. bad. 
All right, so we haven't talked about fi- we haven't talked about Fire Emblem for about four. Seconds. Right, so I have a Fire Emblem story um, here for us. So there there's a, there's a couple uh, things that have kind of drawn attention, like negative attention. Um, so we'll hit the kind of a big one, I guess, and then move to a smaller one that we don't really have a story for. But basically, uh, the voice actor for your main character, um, who is let's see. Uh, where we go it's the english actor chris neosi um uh-huh so he's also been in octopath traveler tales of zestria um western cartoons like okko multiple allegations of sexual harassment abuse and assault uh former partners accusing that he had claimed he had quote implied permission to do what he wanted with them um after the allegations surfaced uh, he posted a long, uh, basically on his Tumblr account, which is weird. He posted a huge response, basically <laughs> admitting to everything that they claim that he did. Well, that's uh, so that's an interesting approach. Um, yeah, and I mean, like that's I mean that's the best way to go about it, though. If you're guilty, I mean, that's like, what, uh, up to it, face the consequences. Um, who was jerking off in front of everybody? Louis C.K. He was like, yeah, I did, and I understand that it was fucked up, and I definitely wouldn't do it again, but, like... He's sneaking. Louis C.K. is a sneaking motherfucker. He's, he's, like, I can't have my show anymore, but I'll give Zach Galifianakis his show, and now they're making baskets together. So, um... Mm, Great show. You know, it's, it's, uh... I mean, a couple other people have done similar stuff where it's like, okay, yeah, that's true. And, like, it's super fucked up, and I realize (laughs) why it's fucked up. Um... I do appreciate But yeah, so uh, Nintendo was like, you know what? We fucking saw a guy get, like, written out of existence for, like, snorting a little coke once. So we're going to go ahead and re-record these, like, five lines. Because, I mean, your main character doesn't really, like, speak a lot. They kind of just are like, hmm. Huh. Which that's oh, the right thing yeah. to do. Like that's the right thing to do is to is to uh, is to get him out of the game. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, when all the money in the world like reshot all of Kevin Spacey's scenes of Christopher Plummer. Right. That's that was or, we were just talking that, about that was something that else too. Name? Where it's like that is wild that they went to that extreme, but you kind of have to. Yeah. And um, yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. this is the right thing. They've to said do. who they're going to replace him with. Um. Um. Yeah. It's just like look we. Like, he still got paid, because apparently people are complaining. They're like, oh, well, he did his job. This has nothing to do with his job. It's like, okay, it kind of does, because, like, human beings have to work with him. But then also, he already got paid. Like, he did the work. He got paid for the work. Now they're just not going to present that work. So it's really not a big deal. Like, he did something fucked up. We're just going to scribble him out of existence at the end. Um, yeah, there's there's got to be some there's got to be some repercussions for for that kind of behavior. right. And again, I mean, um, like we really only see people getting punished at like a very low level of power. Just like it's mostly normal people that get punished for doing things like this, which is kind of sad because you know you would wish that everybody would be held equally accountable for the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, it's yeah. And I mean, like for the, for the people who are like got him, you know? <laughs> up, upset for this guy, like I mean, I I'm very sure he will like work again, you know. Probably. If he like, especially like if he's at least admitting admitting what he did and admitting that's fucked up is the first step. And then you know, there's there's acts you can go through of atonement and you know, things hey, to I mean, I would you like... know, really show 
really show that you've you've grown as a person and stuff. And like, especially with a voice actor, like no one knows his face. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he will work again. Like, don't for the people out there who are concerned that this man's like gonna live on the streets. Like, he, he will probably be fine. Well, not only that, um, but yeah. like, if he doesn't work in Hollywood, like it turns out that there are approximately like nine million jobs laying around nearby that he can go do <laughs> that they don't really give a shit sure. like sure you know it, it's yeah this is not life ending yeah. and he did it yeah. so sorry yeah. not even yeah yeah <laughs> and he did the yeah. thing yeah so again it's that is always kind of bizarre to me that you know people will say on the one hand like oh well allegations like this ruin somebody's life and then he's like oh yeah i definitely did it it's like oh <laughs> yeah. well um you know, it's well. He deserves yeah. every like. You know, people deserve to die forever for having a fucking gram of cocaine in their pocket or whatever. <laughs> that's that's fucked up. I feel so bad for that voice actor, the one that got kicked off the Yakuza. Yeah. He Yakuza was like a huge judgment. actor in Japan, and he's just gone. No yeah. career ever again. Yeah, that's so fucked Goodbye. up too. Like, yeah. not a big deal. The that's fucking dude like, from uh, Stranger not. Things, the older brother of Will, was like. Did you remember that he had a story where he had, like, had some fucking dust on his, like, coat? And they were like, hey, we think this might be cocaine. So they tested it, and it was at, like, an international airport in the U.S. And he could have been like, uh, I don't know, dude, somebody bumped into me. And he was like, no, yeah, that was my was coke. A I did a bump right before I got on the plane. <laughs> it's like, you don't have to admit to that. Yeah. Because uh, it's thing, like, I mean, it's really, like... Yeah, the Japan's drug culture is, you know, it's a whole other Again, thing. Again, the, like, it's, the it's, guy that made uh, Rurouni Kenshin, the original, like, manga or anime, whichever was first, um, he got caught with, like, yeah, a ton of child porn. Yo, that's And he's fuck, still working. That's They're like, like, I mean, that's... Oh, well, you know, it wasn't real kids. It's like, uh, yeah, it was. It just, he didn't personally do it. Like, he just had a video of it yeah, being done. That's fucked. That's but super the, fucked. Very um, bad. God, Rurouni Kenshin's so good, Rurouni Kenshin's good I just, as fuck. I hate it because I love... I love Rony Kenshin. Like I, that, I, I'll never watch it the same again. The thing I don't like about this article is that they're like, "Oh yeah, this isn't the first time Peter Dinklage was entirely replaced by Nolan North." And yeah, Destin. but Peter it's Dinklage like, wasn't fucking. He didn't out here fucking raping do people. anything wrong. He just had shit to <laughs> yeah. do. Leave him alone. Well, it was like people yeah. just didn't like his performance because they thought it sounded too robotic <laughs> of your fucking robot ally. Robot, yeah, your God robot fucking AI that flies See, by. See, that's your head. when I knew Destiny Imagine... wasn't for me because that was the main fan base. <laughs> Imagine how frustrated you must be to be Peter Dinklage and then be like told like, "Wait, well, yeah, we're gonna recast it with fucking gonna, yeah. Nathan Drake," and he's like, "Who?" Yeah, because it's like Peter Dinklage is way bigger he's a than Destiny. Emmy, you know what I like, mean? Like Oscar winner. <laughs> I yeah, do have like that. You're ghost so lucky that has to get his an voice actor like that That's a to voice your 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 yeah, thing very odd. and to just extremely like, weird move. But uh, yeah, the other thing yeah. in Fire Emblem, which I think. I don't know why this is all very sexual, but the other Fire Emblem news is that uh, basically, like, fans are kind of upset that for, uh, if you are a male player, wait a minute, if you play a male character, there we go, and you want to have a S-plus rank romantic relationship with another male character, there's only one available in the game. Uh, so okay. again, I think they should have probably went the, like, Mass Effect route and just had everybody be bisexual. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's also, if you're playing as a female that character, there sense. are three uh, female fuck buddy options, I guess. And they're all kind of, like, one of them is good and the other two are kind of insulting. Like, they're constantly like, 
oh, you're the man of our relationship, and uh, you give me such a fucking butch feel or whatever the fuck. Like, it's just not very well done. Weird. Yeah. Um, or, like, I've never been with a woman before, so we'll see if you can satisfy me the way a man does. And it's like, dog. It's probably realistically the other way around. That's so weird. That's, I don't know. Just I don't... make everybody gay. Yeah, or just it's, don't it's have really it not at that all. Hard. Just, like, don't have any, just have no dating aspects in that. Well, like, why okay. does that game need a dating You don't aspect? only date I... students. You can also date adults. <laughs> What? But your character is said to be the same age as the students. So that is sort of makes it a little better. And then the romance really comes into play in the second act when they're not your students anymore and it's been several years. Still problematic. Yeah, so ex- okay. explaining that anyway is your character Horny is the son of Panda. <laughs> um, is the son of, like, the old commander of, like, the knights at the school. Right, that's why you're allowed to. And they're like, alone. oh, you must be cut from the same right. cloth. Let's make him a teacher. So... Instead of making the obvious fucking answer of the literal knight that used to be like the head of the knights, make him a teacher so he mm-hmm. can teach him. No, he has to do something. We'll else, get his strange son that doesn't look like him at all. Hmm. I wonder what kind of fucking yeah, we'll story see. beats gonna come out of that. Yeah. Well, see, he's not the main character, so he doesn't get to be a teacher. Well, I would play as him, dude. Imagine if you just played as Geralt <laughs> the Witcher. That'd be cool. <laughs> it's like wind howling. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, does does uh, the relationship aspects add anything to that game? Fucking big ass boner. It basically, <laughs> it, it's basically just uh, like an offshoot of. It's the, just additional content that fans like, expect. The main, yeah. the main relationship, um, like thing in the game because your character's relationship on the battlefield can affect different mm-hmm. things. Okay, because like if you're gonna add that stuff, like you absolutely need to do it right. Like you owe it to those communities to treat that correctly. And like get writers in there that understand, right? You know, uh, you know, non uh, heterosexual relationships, but like well enough to be able to write them realistically, so it doesn't come off as like or like you know, yeah. My idea is just don't gender it at all. Just have all the con- all the the discussions be like, yeah. wow, you really make me feel loved, or you really make me feel good, right, or yeah, like yeah, whatever. You don't have to say, neutral, yeah. uh, wow, yeah. Uh, fucking. Uh, yeah. Byleth Desu's <laughs> massive throbbing cock. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, it does help. It, I mean, that actually, that gets, really that gets you an automatic, picture. like, 700,000 purchases right there. But yeah, it's, it's like I don't know. I feel like there's like, an easy this game fix. is rated. This game is rated E, but that's because, like, the ESRB doesn't actually, like, play through the game. They just kind of, like, play the first bit and, like, you know, make their make their uh, their rating. And, like, the relationship stuff doesn't come till later in the game. And so, like, the game's rated E, but then, like, the sexual dialogue is super, super explicit. Talking about, like, massive throbbing cocks and, and all the, that. The second half of the game is rated H for it's R. Just, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's just dialogue. It doesn't actually show anything. So like I mean it's fine. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> I mean still though. Like, imagine like an eight year old playing <laughs> like the dialogue comes up and his eyes just and then huge, a throbbing. Like, Ooh, oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> is my character sick? Why is he throbbing? Ah! <laughs> Whoa, dude. Um, throw it on the ground and get the fuck out of there. And that's why you buy the switch. Absolutely. <laughs> Easier to throw away. <laughs> Alright, so we do have a uh, we do have a bit about um, the well, we'll go and move into the, the bit about the Xbox One home okay. screen. 
Um, it's giving a little bit of an update. Uh, I don't personally have an Xbox, um, but I know. Well, let do. me tell you. So what are we looking at? Uh, they're basically like sort of reformatting the home screen into a more like. It's. It was already really user friendly, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I mean, I always heard people were pretty. Into yeah, people it. like it because it's really like good looking. But it's uh, like they sort of have. Um, so in the typical screen in the top left, so sort of like the structure that we see here on screen. In the left, there's like a big panel of the main game that you've been playing, right? But then to the right, right. of that would be content about that game or something, and then underneath would be uh, a couple tiles. That's like here's the other stuff you frequently pay, play. So like five or six tiles, and then below that there'll be big blocks of like other games that you have pinned to your main menu or whatever so like this is adding a lot more content to the screen at once so you can just see a lot more of what's going on rather than kind of having an old like they were really going for like a media center structure before which is when they were like the xbox one is the primary way that you'll watch cable and like shit like that like they're just (laughs) like okay we know what you're after like we have the store the mixer the like um, you know, Game Pass logo, the different stuff that you normally use are little icons on the screen, but the big stuff is the games or, you know, our ad for yeah. our new controller or whatever. Ads. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. It, it's This is definitely an improvement. So it, it, it looks more like a yeah, Windows it, 8 tile screen almost. And it also has uh, like an expanded set of voice commands. Oh boy, yeah. all uh, 17 owners well, of the Connect will really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So no, but that seems to be the thing that they're focused on the most in this article, is it's like new approach to home and voice commands. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of like the big thing, and it's weird that they're still. Stuck. Hey Alexa, tell Cortana she fucking sucks. <laughs> and then they get into an argument. AI wars. Yeah. Dun, dun, and dun, that's dun. that's how that that's how that starts. Beginning Good. to the end. All right, not too much on that, but uh, something I feel like we'll probably talk a few minutes about mm-hmm. at least um, is Nintendo yes. and their uh, joy drifting issue. <laughs> yeah, their joy, joy controversy. controversy. So uh, um, yeah, they're basically, um, I guess, uh, Patrick Klepek at uh, Waypoint, and then also um, somebody at Kotaku kind of broke the story that was like, basically, Nintendo internally was like, okay, we're not going to admit that there's anything wrong with the Joy-Con <laughs> drift, but we're just going to offer Pro-Lift. all Joy-Con repairs for free. In, um, well, I guess that's the question. Is it um, just in general? Okay, so it is free repairs for drifting and also refunds for anybody that had a, a, a fix that they could say. Drifting issue before. That they, yeah. you know, they showed, oh, it was because of drifting and they charged me 40 bucks or whatever. Um, they weren't like being outrageous. Yeah, that's, the right, that's the right way to go about it. From a business perspective, that's definitely the right way to Yeah, it's the it. red ring response, which is what we were talking about last week, which is what yeah. they should do is yeah. just say, okay, this is a manufacturing issue. We're just going to fix this. Yeah. And I can't wait to start to hear about those stories like where they get letters back. Okay, we're keeping this Joy-Con. You obviously just elbow dropped it <laughs> uh, like from like your kitchen table or something like that. So we're going to just go ahead and act like this never happened. Yeah. Like... I can't wait to see those because people were getting pretty crazy with the red ring. Oh yeah, like, people were we forcing red week. rings so that Overheating they could just go get a new and... console. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, this is kind of old. Throws against the yeah. wall. 
So that's <laughs> so definitely what I'm like happen. right now. I mean, currently I'm literally sitting on my Joy-Con, so we'll see what that does. Uh, I'm trying to get some <laughs> new fucking blingalingles. I'm gonna do that to my fucking Xbox controller and be like, uh, "This is an Elite Pro controller, so just go ahead and send me one of those 150 buckaroo bad boys." <laughs> just in Sharpie, just write "Elite" on the side. That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you guys experienced the Joy-Con drift? I have not. I haven't, um, but I haven't actually bought extra, like an extra, like set of Joy Cons, and that's where I hear all the problems happening. It's not happening with the launch ones; it's happening with the ones that you buy separate that weren't like originally yeah. like, synced to the mm-hmm. system. That you buy uh, and you sync to the system. The, yeah. the biggest problem they're going to have is just you know reassuring a mass audience that this is not is no longer an issue before the light comes out because the light obviously yeah they're built in so if you're fucking yeah. get joy-con drift it's just your fucking console's broke well i do think that that's safe because as i said it's not happening with the controllers that come with the system it's happening with the extra controllers that you're buying. yeah that's what i've heard it's primarily um, so the extra it, it, ones. it could it definitely could but you know i don't know mm. i just I, I don't see it happening with that but more so, like I said last week, I don't understand how they're um, charging at least ten dollars more. They're charging like eighty dollars, right, for a set of Joy Cons. Uh, new set of Joy Cons, yeah. Ninety nine, yeah. Because the HD rumble and the IR sensor and like all that stuff is this expensive? Yeah, but I don't know. It's weird that they're charging more and they're less effective than you know some of the other controllers. But I, I guess I don't know. I haven't had the problem, so I can't really, I can't really speak on it too much. Just what I basically have seen. So we're we're a couple of years out from the the switch coming out. We have some we have some years of perspective, but I don't have a switch, so I need you guys to weigh in. Is HD Rumble Rumble cool? No. Is it still utilized in new games? Like, do you even notice it? Like, has it impacted your experience? I notice at all? it because I set my controller down to go grab a fucking glass of water, and it vibrates off my table, and I hate it. <laughs> Okay, so for, first off, I never do that. I played Resident Evil 4, and Krazer killed the shit out of me when I set it down during a cutscene. Yep. Never again. Um, but I, I can't say that I actually notice it. I, I know it's on, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of immune to it. Okay. I feel I don't like, know also, if like mo- a lot of games probably just don't utilize it. Yeah. And they might utilize it, and they could probably u- utilize it really well. Is that something I actually that go into my want? settings and turn it off if games do utilize it. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that something that you want the player to notice? The rumble? To, like, interrupt their, like... Look down at their hands, like... It's, like, shaking like they have to... Like, they have, a, like, Parkinson's or something. Like, I don't think Damn. you want to look away from... You know, if you have your... And it's never, like... You're playing on TV and it rumbles. So you know how, like, if you're being shot in a game on screen, it, like, the effect comes from the side that you're being shot on at? Like, HD rumble is not yeah. precise enough for me to use it for context like that. Like, it's only ever, like, vibrating in my hand because somebody made a surprised face or there was an explosion. Like, it, it never adds anything to okay. the game Now, if it didn't exist at all, some fucking bitch would go complain about it, like the original six-axis controller. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that was totally fine. So, I yeah, like I mean, the weight of having the the HD Rumble packs in there. Yeah, the weight's nice. But it feels that, like, like I liked quality. the DualShock controller more because of the weight, not because it was better in any way you know what i mean like okay 
I, I just yeah. like heavier controllers. I, I like the Xbox controller yeah. a lot because it's just a bulky bitch. I'm gonna buy that uh, <laughs> fucking new version of the Duke. The Duke, because it was just a that <laughs> son of a bitch weighed like forty pounds. Like I became muscular yeah. by playing fight Fable One. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so that's cool. So if you have had that issue, I think over on our Facebook we had a few yeah. people that were talking about it. Um, you know, you can look into it and let us know for sure. Uh, on, you know what comes to that, like what the process is like. Um, and I think the last article that we'll talk about today is um, Pokemon Go. All right. So yeah, Pokemon Go is as uh, well. They added it for what a day, and then now it's coming back in kind of like a full normal event type mode, I guess. Team Rocket. Um, yeah. Extremely cool. Um, um, yeah, they're doing some weird stuff with it. Like uh, like some of the... Uh, like, gyms are starting to be, like, taken yeah. over. And some of the stops. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting what they're doing with it. Um, so they say here in this Gameformer article... Um, Niantic added this evil faction to the game. You'll periodically find them camped out at Pokestop. So the, it's like a darkened color... Uh, at the Pokestop Square, if you click it, you'll see your team leader. Uh, your yeah, your team leader who warns of new trainers appearing in the world, and then a Team Rocket member who wants to battle. The Pokemon that Team Rocket uses are shadowy, and they have like glowing red eyes and like a purple aura. Um, yeah, can't you? Can't you? Catch and then you catch well? one of them that they used in the battle at the end. You have a chance to catch one, I guess. So okay. they leave one behind. Nice. Um, it also clears the stop of Team Rocket per user. So you can only do it once at each stop. Um, so you can purify them if you want by trading in dust and candy. The purified Pokemon learns the attack return. Um, but people are saying the shadowy one looks so cool that they're just keeping it. <laughs> yeah, no, shadowy, dope? Uh, shadowy Charmander looks cool. I haven't found one yet. I've been kind of looking Yeah, around. I haven't um, really had a chance to go out because it's been so hot outside that when I leave to go to work, I instantly melt. And then I evaporate into yeah. uh, some kind of mist, kind of like uh, Dracula, and then I just kind of hover over to my workplace and reformulate. That's, I mean... <laughs> that's what you have to do in Florida. That's the normal yeah, means of transportation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the way of the future. It's um, become fog. You should teach us. The, all of the us. fog. 2018. There's <laughs> no way that could be Pretty bad. shit movie, let's be real. <laughs> But yeah, so it's, but yeah, like I think I'm gonna dig a little bit more yeah, into that. It seems like the they're next, gonna build uh, over up the next to week an additional. Like, there's something going on with Giovanni, um, and apparently this news is coming out later today. So that's a whoops. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks like maybe they're gonna cause like a, they're gonna have like a raid with Giovanni or something. I don't know. Shadowy Mewtwo. I guess yeah, there's, you'll also there's, see uh, like an influx of. Um, Team Rocket style Pokemon, mm, poisons, so like Ekans and Rattatas, poisons, yeah, yeah. Zubits, um, which is which is kind of cool. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I wish they would have approached this a little bit mm. different. Like, hey, let's add a uh, like another group. Yeah, you can be part of Team Rocket. Oh yeah, like cool. a fourth unit. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Huh. So and but if they did that, I do see their point. It would just like destroy everything everyone would just be part of team rocket immediately they would all get the chance to swap but that's kind of cool though i mean it's it's them experimenting with the game to see kind of what else they can do and get away with which is smart 
they're competing with themselves at this mm. point. You know, they they also have Pokemon, or they have Pokemon, and then they also have the Harry Potter um, Wizard Unite, which. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I I find myself kind of going back and forth. They're like as someone who, you know, liked the first one enough, or liked the uh, Pokemon enough to like stick with yeah. it pretty much the yeah. whole time. Um, I mean, Harry Potter's fun too. It just kind of in a, I guess, a different way. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what's you know what's up with that. We'll have more to talk about, I think, on that next week. Um, so on this list, is there anything else we wanted to talk about? I don't think so. I know a couple uh, I'd like have hard about... outs. I mean, yeah. yeah that's well, true. I'd like to talk about the Evo thing if we have a little bit of time. Uh, yeah, we've what, got like what, four minutes. Yeah, why don't? Yeah, let's talk about that and then, okay. and then we'll go. Real quick, so uh, Evo tweeted out: We are excited to partner with PlayStation for Evo 2019. Eight of the nine main event titles are presented by oh. PS4, uh, with uh, Smash Brothers obviously being the one that's not. Uh, don't miss any of the action, and stay tuned for more news from PlayStation at Evo. So yeah, basically, cool. like Sony hmm. didn't go to E3, and they're putting that marketing money in other places. And so this is just one of the things that like they're sponsoring Evo this year. Everything will be played on PS4 except Smash, and everything will be presented by PS4. Hmm. Um, but like news from PlayStation has really gotten people. A buzz and like the two biggest things I see theory wise PlayStation All Stars 2. PlayStation All Stars 2 or Street Fighter 6. And mm-hmm. I think both of those would be megaton announcements. Uh, and that's the best case scenario of what this can be. But I also have seen this before where it's like this is just one sentence out of a tweet. You know what I mean? Like, don't right. miss uh, more news from PlayStation could be Street Fighter V DLC. It could be, you know, um, like, li- anything. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be a big deal, but people are... Whenever something like this happens, people always expect the best. And I actually, like, I do want to believe it's Street Fighter Six or ba- Battle Royale mm. 2. Uh, like, it's so strange for Sony of all years for this year to sponsor Evo. And it's like, what do they really get out of sponsoring Evo if they don't have something big to announce, right? Mm. But, um, like... If it's not, Sony needs to get out in front of this. And, like, they, Sony doesn't do this a lot. They don't do a good job of tempering expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you know all you have is Street Fighter V DLC, you need to write a tweet that says, we're very excited to be partnering with Evo this year. Can't wait to announce some exciting things coming to Street Fighter V. Correct. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. if... So, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you guys think it's something big? And do you think, like, if it's not, should they be, like, clarified? Uh, they definitely should clarify, because I would hope that they learn their fucking lesson with, um, um, what was the space game? State of Play? No Man's oh, Sky. Um, yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky. No, no, no Man's, Man's Sky, Sky, right. I was going to say Starfield, but I know that ain't that, Chief. <laughs> but I mean, as far as like announcements go and stuff, like, do you guys anticipate anything big coming out of this? Do you guys think? I mean, Street Fighter even if it is something big, like if it's a big uh, reveal of a um, fighting game, it's automatically not big news to me because okay. I just couldn't give a shit. But like for big for Evo though, big for Evo because yeah, like know. if they announce Darkstalkers, like that's on that same level. <laughs> I don't think it'll be anything I mean? huge. I think it'll be. I'm gonna go. Home. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go the biggest fucking announcement. Okay. Uh, we'll say, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ghost of Tsushima we'll gameplay. We'll say, 
Hold on. Let me let me break this down. Hold on. I need to I need to think about it for one second to figure okay. out where. Okay. Uh, Squaresoft is breaking away from Enix, and they're going to make Battle Arena to <laughs> oh Shunda. Oh my god. Uh, two. <laughs> okay. That'd be cool. Good luck. It. And we've bought Squaresoft Blade. as a Sony first party <laughs> studio, and and fucking yeah. Enix Corporation is just out there with fucking Tomb Raider on their dick. Yeah. Uh. Um, Bushido Blade, a new Bushido Blade would be cool. They just did a Samurai um, Showdown, right? Yeah, yeah, it's different. That just though. came out. Actually, when I was at CEO, um, it was so it, it was so new they couldn't even have a big event for it. Whoa. Uh, they just didn't have everything set up for it, so they had like a small like makeshift booth that they had set up for it, where they had a tournament going on. Um, and then last thing, if it is a PlayStation All-Stars 2, are you excited? Like, what what could they say about no. that game to get you jazzed? Uh, incorporate nope, it as all additional out. characters in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what if it is that? What if, I would shit if they did what that. If they, what oh, if, well, man. No, but what if they announced that one, like Ratchet & Clank is coming to Smash? That'd be dope. Yeah, it would be really crazy if they're like, okay, so our little chat with uh, Microsoft and Sony has given us a few of their characters to use in Smash. Mm. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Like, if Sony, because if Sony makes the announcement, like, they're, they're, because it says from PlayStation, so they're sponsoring all the events except the Smash Smash Brothers one. But then, yeah, yeah, but then Shuhei Yoshida comes out on stage, like, in, like, right before the final round, and he's like, roll the trailer. And it's like, in, presented with PlayStation. It's like, who do you want? Like, if it's one PlayStation character in Smash, who do you want to be? Mm, God of War. <laughs> Kratos? You, you Kratos? think you think Nintendo would want Kratos? No. I feel like they'd be they like, would, no, they would we're want not doing that. A little less. It Ratchet, I feel like Ratchet and Clank Ratchet is and like Clank the because they yeah, they could be like an alternate skin of Banjo Kazooie, basically. That'd be good. Like the two you. I think it could be its own character. I think. Um, uh, Infamous would be really cool. One of the characters from Cole McGrath. Cole would be mm-hmm. really okay. cool. Um, just because he has a little more, like he can get up close and personal and be a little bit ranged, so he can be one of those right. mid characters. Dude, what if it's Astrobot? That'd be dope. Yeah, <laughs> or or Knack, dude. I hope it's Knack. Could, could definitely work. I could see them doing Knack actually. Knack would be a very fun character in a. In a in I'm a still trying game. to see Shrek, but. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Make that right. Swap Thanks, um, <laughs> Throw that in there. So, so that's pretty much what we have for this week. Uh, we had a few more. We'll, we might save them for next week and uh, you know catch back up since they weren't like massively huge. I can see one of them being a little bit big. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you guys for hanging out uh, as well, uh, Drake. Thanks for joining us this week. Look forward thanks for to having uh, me. Yeah, like many more of these. Um, but as always, guys, if uh, you get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc and hang out with us, talk about some of the ridiculous and also cool things that are happening in the video game world, and um, uh, follow us on Twitter. Right, uh, real quick, I'd just like to say... Games, Inc. Yep. Um, I, I'd just like to say mm-hmm. before we sign off, uh, if you can also check out more stuff uh, from me at uh, the People's Collective uh, YouTube channel um, and uh, podcast as well. Uh, I do a podcast where we talk about entertainment news in general so like we'll uh we're gonna talk about the comic-con stuff we're gonna talk about um uh double xl freshman list uh we're gonna talk about the neuro link from elon nice. musk Hell um 
as well as like interviewing uh, different entertainment industry people. So like uh, right after I record this, I'm recording that podcast, and we have uh, this guy named on J Trip, who's a very successful like uh, independent filmmaker here in Los Angeles. So cool, nice. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. the People's Collective. Yeah, go check out the People's. You've had some really cool guests uh, but, in the last couple. Thank you. Yeah, we try for sure. Um, but yeah, until next week, guys. Thanks for hanging out. I am Night Swarm, and I'm Filter Cord. And we also had Drake. Oh right, sorry. I was <laughs> okay. I, no, I'm not used to these uh, these outros yet. Yes, and I'm Drake Cummings. You can find me on Instagram at Drake Cummings <laughs> and Twitter at Drake underscore Cummings. We haven't figured out the synergy yet, but we'll get it. <laughs> Thanks for okay. hanging out. We'll get there. Yep.